War in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Folks, remember, for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401 439-6028 439-6028 Yankee Tree Service YankeeTreeService.com What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming Experts based right in Lincoln Tree removal since 2006 and also 24-7 emergency service available. Call Yankee Tree Service today 439-6028 439-6028 Whether it's tree removal stump grinding, tree pruning emergency service bucket truck at service and bobcat service since 2006 they've been performing tree removal service on top of that nothing stumps yankee tree service they provide stump grinding enjoy your landscape without the eyesore as far as pruning well let them get up there oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down at yankee tree service their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best the treatment plan for your tree and maybe it's an emergency service did something come down call them today 439-6028 439-6028 if they have to they get right up there in the bucket yankee tree service since 2006 tree trimming experts give them a call 439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com you're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. It is Thursday. It's a very hot day, as a matter of fact, on this Thursday, August 4th. And this portion of the program, brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center right now. Boy, what a selection they have. Vegetables, farm fresh. They do such a great job. Available sweet corn delicious zucchini tomatoes cucumbers stop it and see them located 3688 quaker lane in north kingstown look for them on facebook but it's pr landscape materials and garden center everything you're looking for to make your home a showpiece and also right now instead of about getting a fence the abravite they have it's uh is as high as 11 feet that sets a nice natural barrier for the privacy you want. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Well, folks, uh, for many years, Alex Jones uh, certainly had a lot of success. And uh, his life dramatically changed. And the, the life of InfoWars really changed uh, yesterday. With, uh, it, you know, and, it, and it's hard to, uh, actually, it's impossible to feel bad. Um, this is someone, I don't know what kind of an attorney he had. Unless they're purposely doing this in order to um, try to get a mistrial here. We will check it with our uh, legal expert, attorney Tim Dodd. But yesterday is the type of day you do not want to have in a courtroom. And I want to play. This is... uh, from the Today Show. The jury now has the case at the defamation trial of InfoWars conspiracy theorist Alex Jones. Sandy Hook families took him to court over his repeated claims that the school massacre was a hoax. And yesterday, Jones finally conceded it was 100% real. NBC's Ann Thompson is here with the very latest. Hey, Ann. Good morning, Hoda. The jury is resuming deliberations this morning after a fiery day of testimony and closing arguments. And what Alex Jones himself called a Perry Mason moment. The people that don't believe For years, InfoWars host Alex Jones claimed the Sandy Hook school shooting was staged. Sandy Hook is a synthetic, completely fake, with actors, in my view, manufactured. A hoax. They're recycling a green screen behind them. But facing parents seeking $150 million in damages, he changed his story in court. Especially since I've met the parents and... uh, it's, it's, it's 100% real. A dramatic about face on a day when Jones was also called out as a liar. You know what perjury is, right? The plaintiff's attorney accusing Jones of withholding evidence. Your attorney's messed up and sent me an entire digital copy of your entire cell phone 
with every text message you've sent for the past two years. And that is how I know you lied to me when you said you didn't have text messages about Sandy Hook. Jones is being sued by the parents of Jesse Lewis, one of 21st graders killed in the massacre. They say Jones' lies made their lives a living hell. My home was shot up. Jesse's mother, Scarlett Lewis, spoke directly to Jones, pleading with Jones to stop spreading falsehoods. I know you believe me, and yet you're going to get, you're going to leave this courthouse, and you're going to say it again. On his show this week, he went after Jesse's father and his testimony. He is um, being manipulated by some very bad people. Throughout the trial, Jones has tested the patience of the judge. This is not your show. Who took him to task for not telling the truth earlier this week. You're already under oath to tell the truth. You've already violated that oath twice today. So this morning, the big question is, what does the jury think? The plaintiff's attorney showed a video of Jones insulting the panel on his show. The jury will decide how much, if anything, Jones has to pay Jesse's parents. The court has already found him liable for defamation in a summary judgment issued last year. It's just the first of several lawsuits from Sandy Hook families who have spent years fighting back against Jones and other conspiracy theorists. Mm. You know what's amazing about that, folks? And again, um, it's the John DePietro show. What is um, just amazing to me is for years, I would hear from different people, especially after, I mean, I was live on the air when Sandy Hook was happening and playing out in real time. It was the first time I really saw also the the power of Twitter because we were able to report on what was happening in real time. For years, I would hear from people telling me but especially in the aftermath right in the very aftermath i remember that like where is this coming from these people would call send email uh it's all fake why are you going along with this and and they believed it all and i i never i and then when i finally found like where is this coming from then you still have he'll still have the defenders saying well he wasn't the only one there were other people you can't just blame him there were other people along with this he um, now, unless and we will speak with our legal uh, expert attorney Tim Dodd, I, unless they purposely did that, so then he can go after his attorney and and claim he wasn't getting proper representation. Otherwise, <clears throat> you just have to wonder um, who who did he hire? I mean, there'll be the conspiracy people will stay in the bunker and still insist that it's all still made up. Uh, they still believe him. Um, he had to say that blah 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 whatever it is it uh these people that go down in a rabbit hole i i really believe there's a lot of people that they search around they have a certain narrative they want and then they just search to find it that's basically what it comes down to they search to try to find uh some evidence or news that will back up what they what they want for whatever reason what they want to believe they want to shop for the truth. Can you imagine on a day like today, if you could shop around and try to find a forecast that says that it's actually going to be, you know, 75 and very comfortable. Um, it's not like that with the news. So, but again, Alex Jones, he brought this on himself. I don't think he meant to look that way. And now those text messages could now start to show up in the January 6th hearings. I believe they might. So, all right, folks, we also have a lot of unique original stories on the website. Visit it. It's petro.com. You're listening to The John DePetro Show. Propane Plus in Rhode Island for all your propane needs. Call them 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, you can reach them at 508-252-3359. Propane Heating and Cooling, it's Propane Plus. Their team's been there three generations they're available 24-7 for service and delivery, and they plan on serving you for a long time to come. They offer online billing, ability to schedule a service delivery at the click of a button, and remember, all customers receive a free safety inspection on their equipment. It's Propane Plus, and remember with Propane, it's affordable, sustainable, equitable, good for the environment, and now it's renewable. Call Propane Plus today at 401 401- 885-4209. In Massachusetts, call them at 
3359. They're very easy to navigate website. It's propaneplus.com. Propane Plus. Call them 401 885 4209. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Folks, joining us on the right now, right now on the air. We've had him in the past. He has a book. He was an advisor to the president, a man that in some ways almost needs, needs no introduction. It is the one and only Peter Navarro. Peter, it's the John DePietro Show. Welcome back, Peter Navarro. John, it's uh, really great to be back with you today. Uh, how are things going in uh, Rhode Island? Well, Rhode Island and Mass uh, continue to be blue, but there's always optimism with the uh, the rest of the country. So, Peter, if you don't mind, if you'd like to just, I'd like to start, just get your thoughts on the contempt trial uh, as far as the jury selection with uh, Steve Bannon that began. Well, that's the last thing I uh, I can talk about. Oh. Uh, as your listeners may know, um, I'm facing a um, misdemeanor, <laughs> which carries with it a two-year prison term. I've already been putting leg irons. And uh, my attorneys uh, do not want me discussing other cases. Okay. But I'd be happy to talk a little bit about um, the circumstances that led to uh, to my situation, okay. which uh, which are, are I think might be interesting. Yeah, no, definitely talk about if you don't mind, Peter. That was so over the top with the leg irons and the way they that you were uh, taken into custody. Well, I think I think that's the correct word, over the top. And you have to um, step back for a minute. Um, and, and go back to when I was in the White House. I, I served, uh, in fact, I was one of only three White House officials who was with the president all the way from the 2016 campaign to the uh, end of what we love to call his first term. Um, and he, I look, humbly, uh, I did uh, save American lives because I was one of the uh, guys in the White House early on who recognized the seriousness of the pandemic and, and uh, motivated uh, the White House to take appropriate steps. Um, I worked a lot creating uh, manufacturing jobs. You know, that was my thing, trade manufacturing. And I, you know, I found myself um, when this um, so-called select committee was formed by Nancy Pelosi, um, uh, an obvious partisan witch hunt. Um, uh, when when they began putting out uh, their illegal subpoenas, um, I was put in a situation where the president, President Trump, invoked what's called executive privilege. And um, as I sa- have said from the outset of this whole process, it's not my privilege to waive. And I, I, I was I was caught between the dispute between Congress and the White House, essentially. And the law, as I read it, clearly comes down um, on my side in this, in the sense that uh, executive privilege is go, it goes back to George Washington as something that's critical to effective presidential decision making. And ironically, the Department of Justice itself has over 50 years of policy and more than a dozen memoranda that support the idea that folks like me at the highest levels of the White House shouldn't be uh, forced by Congress uh, to come testify before them. So, (laughs) you know, uh, that's the dispute. Um, It's going to be... uh, settle now in um, in a trial uh, down the road but what was interesting uh, John is that this this is uh, it's a misdemeanor it doesn't involve any fraud nobody's ever accused me of any violence uh, particularly on Capitol Hill on January 6th uh, there's none of that going on and the way this should have been handled was with what's called voluntary surrender. In other words, they issue the arrest warrant, they call me, and they say, um, here, show up, show up uh, in court, and we'll, we'll get this done, right? Now, instead of doing that, they went, the, the, the total, <laughs> went just, they just went full metal jacket on me. And the irony, John, is I sit here and talk to you, 
I'm literally looking out the window at the FBI building. My my the FBI building is literally a field goal uh, away. <laughs> wow! I mean, I could and I was an old field goal kicker in my in my um, high school days, and I could literally kick a field goal. Uh, that this is that's how close the FBI building is. And so instead of um, doing the courtesy of calling me and say, hey, just voluntary surrender. Um, oh, by the way, we know you're going to Nashville on Friday to do a TV show. Maybe maybe it's okay to come in on Monday, right? That's kind of what they should have done. Right. <laughs> they let me. They, I eat breakfast. They, I get, get in an Uber. I get all the way to the airport. And I sit around for an hour waiting to get on the plane. And then when I, you know how people, you, you go in, you give the ticket, and you walk in the jetway there yep. between uh, the, the, the gate and the, and the, that's where you have five FBI agents armed to the teeth. How? <laughs> go after a 72-year-old guy who weighs 145 pounds. Um, and, you know, it was, I mean, look, um, if you put yourself in my shoes, I, it's like handcuffs. Uh, they take me back to my home. Oh, except not my home, 40 yards away to the FBI. <laughs> Get fingerprinted. Then I, I wind up like 20 minutes later in this like dungeon at the courts um, in leg irons in a strip search. Well, that was kind of wow. fun. Yeah, yeah so the leg irons are kind of interesting. I, my, my, I, I joke now that it's it's like I'm hoping they were at least uh, made with American steel. You know, it's like me being the Buy American guy. Maybe the government bought some made in America <laughs> leg irons. But, yeah, they, they're like strip, they strip search me. That was fun. You wow. Roped, and then they put these leg irons on. The funny part was like the, the, the guard, he was like a third my age, nice guy, but he's like walking down the hall to the cell, right, inspecting me to follow at his pace. And you, you, you can, you know, you can't, you have no stride when you're in leg irons. You kind of like clunk along and I'm going, what? <laughs> and they stick me in a cell. Um, they're, and they're proud for this somehow. Oh, John Hinckley was there when you shot President Reagan. Okay, great. It's like, Okay, Navarro, the guy in the White House, saved lives, created jobs, and wow. for the Constitution, is in the same cell as Inkley. Now, I would be remiss at this point not mentioning uh, DefendPeter.com. DefendPeter.com. That's my uh, legal defense fund. Great. And if your listeners uh, would, would be moved by any of this, just check it out. Now, just small donations. But the punchline here is that, John, I've already had um, costs over $400,000 oh, so far. God. This is like a million dollars for a misdemeanor, mind you. Oh, wow. It's a misdemeanor that comes with a two-year prison sentence, I might add. Um, so, you know, this is where this is where things stand. And, and what's interesting is that the only, the only two people going to trial – for this um, are the two China Hawks from the White House, right. which, which I find interesting. That's the right. Two guys, like Ben and I are the only two guys um, who ever got sanctioned by the Chinese Communist Party. They, they, they did it like four minutes into Biden swearing in. And we're also the only two guys that are threatened with prison terms from the U.S. Congress. So, you know, like strange bedfellows. <laughs> and, and Peter, you wrote... And I'm not sure this is a coincidence. Yeah, well, and you wrote the book. And again, folks, speak with Peter Navarro. You wrote the book, Death by China. So that's not... I mean, people way, can... Way back when. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Peter, in... But, now, wait, one other thing, speaking of ahead. books, just so folks kind of... Yeah, if you go to PeterNavarro.com, you can see all this. But... but uh, Taking Back Trump's America yes. is is the new book I've written. It's available on Amazon, Taking Back Trump's America. And the reason, John, why it's important is that we're, we're now in a collapsing economy. Uh, I am the poster child for a two-tier system of justice where violent felons and Antifa people roam free while former White House advisors get uh, arrested and put in leg irons. Wow. And 
the Taking Back Trump's America book really is uh, the blueprint and battle cry to do two things. First, we've got to take back the Congress, the House of Representatives, from the Pelosiites. These people are out of control. Yep. Even as they weaponize the investigatory powers of Congress in an unconstitutional way, they are, by the way, destroying our economy. We've got to get them out of there. And then in 2024, we've got to get uh, Trumpism back in the White House. Just It just has to happen. Because I can tell you, I was there for four years. The policies we adopted created the best economy in modern history. And Biden and Pelosi and AOC and Schumer and Lion Adam Schiff and little Jamie Rack and all of those scumbags, and they are scumbags, have destroyed the U.S. economy, their frame, the democracy and political system, and they're high and mighty about it all. Yeah. So let's, you know, throw these rascals out. Folks, again, he is the one and only Peter Navarro. Peter, great to talk to you. I'm so sorry uh, that you had to go through that. But justice will prevail. You have a lot of fans out there. You also, by the way, you do a great job on Newsmax. Keep up the good work. Keep swinging. And uh, everyone's behind you, and we'll talk to you again. All right, my brother. You take care of yourself. Enjoy Thank- this, uh, this summer. Get down to Newport and sail and do something like that. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. All right, man. Bye. J. Perry Paving. Folks, you can depend on J. Perry Paving. They provide high-quality Fair pricing, exceptional service, over 20 years' experience, specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios, and much more. Call them today for a free quote, 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. They are tremendous. They also, how about this, once a month, they provide a free paved driveway to a veteran. And remember, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed, Call J. Perry Paving for a free quote. It makes a huge difference in your property, in your home, in your driveway or patio. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. 401-732-1730. You can also find them on Facebook. They're terrific. Hey, get that driveway paved. Call and book an appointment now. 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving listening to the john DePietro show it's am 1380 99.9 fm joining us right now he has a new book out the truth about energy global warming climate change exposing climate lies in an age of disinformation we want to welcome to the john DePietro show it's dr jerome corsi doctor thank you for joining us and congratulations on your new book thank you john great pleasure thank you take us inside a little bit we know there was a lot of pushback Deep State, others trying to prevent you from putting this out. Take us and th- take us through a little bit the truth about energy, global warming. That's all we're hearing about is President Biden may declare a uh, climate emergency. Well, the the truth is that there's less carbon dioxide in the atmosphere today than historically has been the case. The Earth is 0.6 billion going back into the Earth. Most of the carbon dioxide. About, three, about 500 million of the Earth started reducing dioxide. 175 million ago, uh, 7,500 parts per million of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. There's only 400 parts per million in the atmosphere. Now, the hysteric global luck is that, well, we've dumped the carbon dioxide since the Industrial Revolution. That's true started the industrial revolution there were only 100 parts per million of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere at 400 parts per million in carbon dioxide is still a trace element it's something like zero 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 percent atmosphere it's really measurable and it is not the driver of nature and doctor why why do you think right now there's such a push about climate change in you also put exposing the climate lie in an age of disinformation. What 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 are the motivating forces that that uh, you cover in your book? In the first four chapters, much of the book is and go deeply into it. Four hundred pages, about a thousand footnotes, largely from peer-reviewed scientific. But the first four chapters look at political philosophy. 
the start end of World War II with Louisians, Ehrlich, who said there's too many people, eliminate people, we're going to use the resources of the earth, and got joined by John Holtman, who Obama's science are. But they said, just scare everybody. But then they thought we're going to have a global in the 1970s, which was getting cooler. It got warmer, and so oh, no, no, warming. The idea was if you could demonize carbon dioxide, make it the green planet, that would end capitalism because hydrocarbon fuels are one of the capitalism. And if you could make afraid that hydrocarbon fuels were going to keep this up, achieve neo Marxism, capture the green movement like AFD has done. You say we've got a lockdown, we've got using energy, fundamentally shut down capitalism. It has been their goal. Karl Marx was a lot. They've used another scare. We're all going to die. We're going to have a lockdown. We were going to die of global warming. a lockdown. Control, totalitarian dominance, not permitting discussion, not permitting debate. These are totalitarian issues. And now making a, a real move to be in firm control of our politics, our government, our media, and our department. Folks, again, uh, we're speaking with Dr. Jerome Corsi, his new book, The Truth About Energy, Global Warming, Climate Change, Exposing Climate Lies in an Age of Disinformation. Dr. Corsi, uh, former Vice President Al Gore, he made the, the rounds on the Sunday shows this past weekend, kind of doing like a, I told you so, I was right, I told you this was coming. What role do you think um, Al Gore plays in all of this? Al Gore has become a multi-air since his inconvenient movie about around 2000. Of course, the predictions he made in that movie come true. Ice caps didn't melt. The oceans haven't risen. Cities are not flooded with. But it doesn't matter that the left, true or not, they don't care. They, it's about fear. They continue to repeat lies. This is a very changing place. We've had in history, uh, I say, come and go. Right now, in an interglacial warming period, it started about a thousand years ago. We're probably going to stage, but it's going to be because of hydrocarbon fuels. I mean, the big, my boy, book tales, you know, look how sun heats earth. It's an announcement to the left. They are, they don't, sun, the sun is the most of Earth's future. And the Earth has a elliptical orbit that gets more elliptical the of it, which I describe in detail. And you can uh, correlate stages with the Milankovitch cycles of a greater elliptical pattern of the Earth around the sun. This changing place that mountains rock in cataclysmic forces with talking about today is a minuscule it's in carbon dioxide that a warmer with greener trees abundant can absorb the carbon dioxide the carbon cycle is human gore's desire uh, we've been here a million years and 4.6 years that's about a microsecond the earth is concerned we're just the most recent walking around on the surface the Earth's weather is designed to distribute heat across that. It's a very complex system, nonlinear. Explain in the book how one factor counts for all the warming. It's scientific nonsense. Folks, again, we speak with Dr. Jerome Corsi. Doctor, I believe this is your 25th book, and I just want to remind people, uh, Dr. Corsi's had two New York Times bestseller list hit number one. And I, I thought of you, actually, because last week, President Biden, last Wednesday, he was in Massachusetts um, and sitting right there listening to him was was John Kerry. And I, I remember vividly your book uh, that you co-authored with John O'Neill, Unfit for Command, Swift Boat Veterans Speak Out a bit About John Kerry. What about John Kerry's role in climate change? Well, John has been on, the, on board with every leftist pipe that let's just craze has come down the pipe since he was a child uh, and now his major theme is making sure that iran gets a nuclear weapon he's fully on board with the global warming of course 
Harry is a multimillionaire and flies a private jet. Hypocrisy of the astounding. And the left is me. I co-authored that book with John O'Neill on man. Um, the Bureau trying to put me in prison, not lie to um, convict Trump. I, I did not have a tie to Julian Hodge. That was their last linchpin argument. And uh, they were going to plead guilty, refused, and indict me. Again, the left has hated. This book will be suppressed. Uh, have, I'm getting on television. Uh, maybe not. And the left will ridicule me like they always do. I recall every name of the book. And um, it comes with the territory. Uh, I'm still persisting, though, to tell the truth. I think it's probably the best book and most comprehensive I've ever until almost a year. And if anyone reads this book, it's game will not be able to listen to the left and believe them to understand science and politics. I this truth about energy and climate change. Folks, again, it's Dr. Jerome Corsi. Doctor, one last question before I let you go. How did your life change after your bestseller, number one, New York Times, and of course I'm talking about the Obama nation, leftist politics, cult of personality. How did your life change after that? Increase the demon is me. I mean, calling me all kinds of names. Uh, go read Wikipedia. It's so packed with completely um, biased. The left hates anyone who doesn't agree with them. If you don't bow down to the left, you disagree uh, with an idea or, or believe in God, believe in the Constitution of America, you are your enemy in the left. We'll do everything they can to destroy you. Experience that. You know, I was thrown off of Twitter. Uh, you know, I've had a very hard time on social media. I'm on CloudHub right now, about the only one. And um, you'll find, I've gone through this now for 20 years, but, you know, it's kind of like a, a badge of, because I, uh, I'll, you know, I have a key faith. I believe that uh, God put us here for a mission that does not aggrandize and enriching ourselves. And um, God's mission was to forth and prosper on this earth. And what these demons of the left want to do is, um, you know, everything babies to ending carbon fuels to making people pay outrageous amount of money for food. Uh, it, it's a, a destroy they want to break the United States along the way to try still trying to resist now I'm going to do it through writing folks again he is Dr. Jerome Corsi doctor congratulations on the book thank you for joining us and we'll talk to you again pleasure thank you John remain healthy stop in and see Marie at It's My Health 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland you can also look for her on Facebook but call her 401 401- 305-3585. You know the building. It's that historic white church diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. It's my health. What do you find inside? Well, first of all, great service, great selection, vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies, local products like ICE, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum, over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices, plus hemp and CBD products, natural skin care, it's my health. Pop in and see Marie. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. There's things for your pets. There's things for your children. There's things for your health. Stay healthy at It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Again, call Marie. 401-305-3585. Diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Joining us right now, Author of The Bodies of Others, New Authoritarians, COVID-19, The War Against Humans, is the one and only Naomi Wolf. Naomi, it's the John DePietro Show. Congratulations on your new book. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me. Walk us through a little bit, The Bodies of Others and the New New Authoritarians. Absolutely. So the basic premise of the book is that, unfortunately, uh, the pandemic of the last two years was a pretext for a handful of bad actors ranging from 
bad nonprofits like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation to bad transnational entities like the World Economic Forum, which is recently in the news uh, with a power grab against everyone basically in the world, Um, bad tyrannical nations like the CCP, like China, and and big tech companies specifically um, to basically make war against the West, to make war against America in particular. Um, We are a special target. To make war against American values and culture and kind of emotional reactions, and specifically to target our children, um, to kind of change our world so that it would be a post-humane world in which uh, we basically have to ask permission of technology and our overlords in order to just do human things and have basic human communication and connection, um, and that they did it for profit, um, and that you know basically they exploited policies, which really turned out to have made no sense medically, like distancing, which didn't do anything, or closing everything down. You know, the data are in that states that closed down, like. Florida did exactly the same as states, I'm sorry, other way around, states that were wide open like Florida did the same as states that closed down like New York. Countries that closed down did the same as countries that stayed open like Sweden. Um, You know, data are in that masks barely make a difference except to lower our kids' IQ by 21 points, according to a Brown University study. Um, And so, but, you know, all of these policies that don't make sense medically and people are scratching their heads saying, I don't get it. You know, masks don't work. I don't get it. Distancing doesn't work. Uh, nothing's nothing's working. Um, they all really do make sense if you look at the goals of tech companies and the profits that they made in the last two years. And basically, I'm a CEO of a tech company, so I do understand this. Um, tech companies are really jealous of human capabilities. They can't compete with them. Uh, An emoji can't compete with a smile. You know, um, nothing you can do on digital platforms is as impactful as getting together with 300 of your neighbors in a town hall or worshiping together in a church or synagogue or in-person learning of your child in a classroom with other human children and a human teacher. So with lockdown policies, they were able to really kill off that competitive advantage that human beings have in human communication, human culture, human spaces, and shift um, all that activity with all of that profit onto digital platforms. And I show um, the reader and the bodies of others how uh, these companies' net revenue went up by, you know, 20 to 40 percent over the last two years as a result of suppressing human beings. Folks, again, we're speaking with author Naomi Wolf. Naomi, now the front, the cover of the book is it's it's very uh, provocative. It's very compelling. Uh, when people see it, it's it's a child. It's a child with a mask on and the hand. It's it's almost as if the um, the the child. It, it's kind of like uh, it looks like the child's in a prison. Uh, could you just touch on that? That's by, you know, that that's a very thought provoking cover, and I think it's by design. Yeah, you're absolutely right, and thank you. I think uh, the cover says it all. Um, it's really, I think, iconic of what we've been through in the last two years, and, and, you know, they're not letting up. I mean, I just heard in one of my earlier radio segments today that masks are going back on the poor children of San Diego, and toddlers in New York City, where I used to live, um, are, are being subjected to masking, and their, their, their moms and dads are distraught, but nothing they are doing or saying is making a difference. Um, it is prison. And, you know, look at look at the, the logical extension of this. Look at Shanghai. You know, the students are rioting at great risk to their lives and their families um, because they've been imprisoned in their dorm rooms um, and not allowed to go home, not allowed to, to circulate. Uh, you know, Shanghai, the, the people of Shanghai were locked in, you know, not allowed to leave. You know, their, their homes were turned into prisons. In Australia, which, you know, two years ago was a free, robust democracy, um, there are quarantine camps where they run after you with armed guards if you try to escape. Uh, in New York State, where I live, and in Washington State, there are regulations. We narrowly defeated the one in Washington State. But Governor Hochul is coming at us in New York State with the same regulation to create quarantine camps where you can be held indefinitely pending a you know, court appeal um, if you've been 
quote, exposed to a bloodborne pathogen. God knows what they have planned there with such specific wording, um, but detained indefinitely. And people and our whole nation has become a prison and people just are not aware of it yet. Governor, I'm sorry, uh, President Biden extended emergency powers in April of 2022, uh, but this time in an open-ended way with no terminus date. And so what that means is that, and then he he flowed billions of dollars without going through Congress to Health and Human Services. Um, The methodology here and around the world is to weaponize public health, to use public health to, you know, send in shock troops basically into and and to protect tyrants um but that's happened at the federal level and that means we're really not living under a democracy right now and the same thing is true in in new york state you know our governor re-ups emergency law every 30 days uh and uh and and there are 28 states across the country where people are living under emergency law and that means that if they want to send you know their public health mercenaries and declare, you know, an immediate public health crisis, they can do things that ordinary civil society and the Constitution do not allow them to do. And we're seeing this battle right now in the United States that, you know, lawyers are saying to courts, well, the Biden administration doesn't have the constitutional right to mask you on public transportation. And those lawyers won. You know, there are lawsuits saying, well, the you know, government doesn't have the right to inject our military against their will with an experimental mRNA injection, gene therapy. Um, and, you know, those fights are underway. Um, but this is this is a war being waged against us. And and even when you take a step back and you follow the argument I make in the bodies of others, even when technically we're not being soldered into our homes like the citizens of china um when you forbid a shop owner from opening his shop when you restrict people's assembly the way our assembly was restricted in lockdown i mean in new york state it was we were told we'd be fined if we had a you know a potluck of neighbors more than six people in our homes um or or if we gathered to worship of more than six people right um You know, these restrictions keep six feet apart. You know, don't let your child take his mask off or her mask off to breathe or to speak. This is carrying prison around with us. This is a conditioning of us to accept a feudal state in which we really are serfs and we really are at the mercy of whatever they will do to us next. Folks, again, it's a very compelling book. And the author, a very, very provocative uh, esteemed Naomi Wolf, The Bodies of Others. Naomi, before I let you go, just one more thing. What What's so disturbing is the irreparable damage done to children. During COVID, it continues. Obviously, you know, that, that child on the cover, it, it also just jumps out at me at what we're witnessing in Texas. Children are growing up in a much different world. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, I mean, I'm not I'm not sure. Do you mean by Texas that they're exposed to? Oh, I meant I meant when I look at that, I think of the children in the shooting that were (laughs) then, you know, it I think one of the most dramatic parts of that is the the young child, nine years old, with with the wherewithal to keep calling 911 as as the adults were standing outside in the hallway and not not doing anything. It was um, it was more than a 911 call. It was it was a plea for help for all children. And, yeah. and the adults, you know, the adults let them down. Naomi, congratulations. Good luck on your book tour. Excellent. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. All right, folks. And again, that is Naomi Wolf right here on the John DePietro Show. The next time you have an emergency, head straight to AtMed Urgent Care. Two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Suite 122 in Johnston, or East Greenwich 5750 Post Road. AtMed Urgent Care. Urgent health care facility providing comprehensive outpatient health care to individuals, families, specializing in ambulatory medicine, diagnostic treatment service, AtMed Urgent Care. They provide immunization, school, sports physicals. They're a cost-efficient health care alternative to hospital-based emergencies. They're open seven days a week, walk-in routine urgent care, minor surgical, orthopedic and trauma, work-related injuries, physical exams, drug testing, full laboratory services, and with AtMed Urgent Care, they offer mononuclear antibody infusions. You, someone in your family suffering from COVID, 
you want to go straight to AtMed Urgent Care. Two locations, Johnston, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Suite 122, or East Greenwich, 5750 Post Road, online at atmedurgentcare.net. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. As you know, we've been talking about the border. Joining us right now, retired captain from the Texas Department of Public Safety Intelligence, Counterterrorism Division. He is an expert. It is Jason Jones. And uh, Jason, as we are now getting into late May, people are very concerned about the situation at the southern border. Well, John, good morning. It's good to be with you. And the truth is they should be concerned. How is it that for just the month of April alone, the United States Customs and Border Protection apprehended 234,000 people? Of that, we know that at least just shy of 58,000 known gotaways made it into the country, meaning that a Border Patrol agent saw an individual cross into the United States illegally, a sensor picked them up, or sign on the ground of their footprints were picked up, and those were counted. So I get the concern. And then not just that, since fiscal year 22 started, beginning in October, in the last seven months, CBP has apprehended just shy of 1.3 million people. And that has caused a real tipping point in cascade events taking place where we now see back-to-back pursuits we see bailouts we see splashdowns into the river we see index crimes occurring along these southern states at unprecedented levels and not only that for those of you up north you see it and feel it differently but you feel it in the realm of overdose deaths from fentanyl and methamphetamine now jason what exactly is the Biden administration uh what are they doing to try to stop this onslaught nothing I mean, I just want to be completely honest. Our government has caused this. And you have to ask yourself, what are the drivers and why? What is the why? What has caused this to all of a sudden begin under the Biden administration? Well, you know, it's the policies. When you when you communicate to the world that if you come to the United States, you'll be able to stay in the country. And then the, that perception goes out. They then come and then they're allowed to stay. And then they call their family back home to countries all over the world. And this is how it works. And then you have the alien smuggling organizations, the Mexican cartels, and the long-haul smugglers all along the route on social media and everything else telling them the same exact thing. No worries. If you want to go to the United States, we will get you in the country. Those are the true drivers. So when you ask me what is, the, what is DHS doing to stop this? The answers are not doing anything. Their answer to this is that we're going to process people quicker and faster. That's another part of those push-pull factors that's driving people to come in. Folks, again, we're speaking with uh, Jason Jones, retired captain from the Department of Public Safety, Intelligence Counterterrorism Division. He also uh, has communication daily with law enforcement members and intelligence community. Now, Jason, what about the fact, if you wouldn't mind just describe for people, if it's bad now, what happens at the border as we get into June, July, and August? Sure. And, and listen, the, this, this is a great question. We, we're seeing numbers we've never seen before. You have to remember, you know, the winter months are the times of the lowest migration because historically people don't migrate outside their country of origin during the winter. They do that mostly during the summer months. And you can see that in the U.S. Customs and Border Protection data Uh, going back every single year, year after year. This year is different, and so was last year because of these policies. And, you know, when we're talking about 234 apprehensions for the month of April now that the heat is hitting, but if you look even back to March, there was 221,000 apprehensions. John, these are numbers I've never seen in my entire career because we've never had policies like this. And you have to ask yourself, okay, why? And I'll give you a great example. We've seen some huge demographic shifts. We're seeing right now more Cubans, more Nicaraguans, and more Venezuelans than we have ever seen crossing. So what's the why to that? Well, DHS has said that if they come, they're going to receive a humanitarian parole into the United States. Those are the ones also getting the cell phones that you're hearing about. So that's the magnet. I mean, it's the reason when you make those policies under the Department of Homeland Security and then you communicate that and then they cross and they communicate that back to their countries of origin. This is the shift. 
And so as DHS makes other changes, you're going to continue to see that as well. And I'll give you a great example. Why are we seeing so many Haitians, Africans, people from Middle East countries coming that where we've never seen these numbers as well? Well, they're giving a notice to appear by the Department of Homeland Security. So when you have no deterrence and you've created these perceptions, it just continues. But what really concerns me while we're talking about the lens of immigration, what we are not addressing is the lens of national security and how what's happening impacts the folks listening across this country. John, we're at 107,000 overdose deaths from the, uh, 2021 for the entire 12-month period. We have never been here as a country. So you have to say, well, then why is that occurring? Well, how do you link that to an unsecure border? Here's how. Because when Border Patrol, who operates between the ports of entry along your southwest border, when they adjust from a national security model, meaning trying to hold the line against all illicit commodities crossing, and they transition to a processing model, meaning that as 150-plus people are pouring in, all resources that they have go to that because they have to process them very quickly. I mean, John, I saw a 20-day-old child. You can't leave them in 105-degree weather mm. uh, just a, just a uh, week and a half ago. You can't leave that child in 105-degree weather very long, so they have to process very quickly. So what does that do? That allows the cartel, specifically CJNG and Sinaloa, who's moving more deadly fentanyl and methamphetamine than any other hyperviolent cartels in Mexico, to send more of that product. So it's a consequence of an unsecure border the, the immigration issue, but most importantly, the part that is forgotten, and this is what really bothers me the most, no one's talking about the implications of the unsecure border to the overdose death crisis that Americans in the north are feeling much more in the south, but down here we feel it in the realm of human smuggling and human trafficking because we're seeing tectonic shifts toward that. So these index crimes impacting the American people, have you noticed you hear nothing from DHS Secretary Mayorkas? And you hear nothing about that from the federal agencies. And that's what bothers me the most. Folks, he is retired captain, Texas Department of Public Safety Intelligence, Counterterrorism Division, Jason Jones. Jason, great job as always. Stay safe and we'll talk to you again. Great to be with you, John. Thanks for having me. Thing to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. Folks, visit the website. On the website, you'll see all our links to social media, whether it's Facebook or YouTube, Instagram, even TikTok. Plus, you if you want to reach me, that's the best way to do it. We have unique, original stories, videos, content. Log on right at the website, dipetro.com. The Senadale Revival. Stop it and see them. Comfort food and cocktails. You're going to love the Centerdale Revival, located 2025 Smith Street, North Providence, right in Centerdale, right across from North Providence Town Hall. Delicious food, delicious drinks, live entertainment on the weekends. Shane and his crew, they're waiting for you. A great time is going to be had by all at the Centerdale Revival, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence.